The Kindness Podcast is made possible by Cornwell Properties in Athens, Ohio. Cornwell Properties offers Ohio University students the best locations to live in Athens. All of their apartments are either on Court Street or within one block. Cornwell Properties. Location matters. Visit their website, cornwellpropertiesathens.com, for more information. Welcome to the Kindness Podcast. I'm Nicole Phillips. Conrad Kucharski is on a mission to make compassion cool again. After selling off his tech startup company and moving from Chicago to New York City, Conrad rediscovered his passion for kindness. Through his Instagram account and his penchant for starting chain reactions in coffee shops, Conrad is proving kindness is contagious. You know, Conrad, the first thing I want to know is how kindness kind of lassoed you in because you are a division one college athlete, you were a business owner. So can you kind of walk us through that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, I guess just kind of, cause it is somewhat of a, a long story. I'll kind of try to summarize it as best I can, but, um, yeah, starting with, um, with college or I guess, I guess at least the first part of my life, it was all focused on soccer, 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 soccer. Um, so I uh, got my way up to playing at Ohio State um, and, you know, professional was playing professionally was the initial goal. And, um, you know, partway through my college or collegiate career, um, you know, some of my teammates were starting to look into getting their coaching licenses. And, you know, I was thinking, you know, that's the first time I really thought that long term um, about the sport and, you know, what would happen after playing days. And, you know, coaching was just something that I didn't really want to get into. Um, I wanted to do something that, you know, I can continually work on and continue to get better at, not something that I have to stop all of a sudden, um, you know, for physical limitations or whatever. Um, And so I had a a startup idea with a couple of my um, couple of my friends and we started building that up uh, my junior year. and just in summary, essentially, uh, we wanted to connect college students closer together um, by by ways of a marketplace on campus, um, a, a social media on campus, um, and uh, and events going on on campus. So essentially, just like a um, a social media platform for campus specific to each campus. Um, and so, yeah, we started working on that. Um, finished out my career playing soccer there, and uh, then immediately after graduating, moved out to San Francisco and, uh, after our investors, uh, influenced us to, to move out there, um, and just give it a shot. And it was great. It was amazing. Um, uh, but just so happened that, uh, you know, they, we didn't have the growth that our investors were kind of expecting. And so, um, you know, we, they just kind of bought us out and we parted ways. Um, but nevertheless, incredible experience. And, you know, it left me at this point where I was, you know, thinking, okay, well, this just happened, you know, now what do I do? And, um, <laughs> don't you love those crossroad moments? Now, what do I do? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it, it was like, I just graduated again, you know, Yeah. or it's like now, you know, I had this, you know, plan to go to San Francisco right after I graduated and my classmates were going to work and now it's like, okay, well I have to find a job now. Um, how do I do this again? Do I have a resume? You know, where is that thing? Um, so, and, you know, it left me thinking, you know, what am I going to do now? What I want to do this entrepreneurship thing again, but I don't know exactly the direction I want to go in. So, 
um, at the time I'd started getting really into self-development, you know, reading books and, um, watching interviews with, you know, the, you know, big founders and executives. Cause that's who, you know, the types of people I would aspire to be. And, um, they all preach sales. And so that being an es- essential skill set, not just from, um, a work perspective, but also for, you know, anything we do every day, um, in life, you know, you know, pitching your, your husband on which restaurant to go to um, <laughs> or your kids on, you know, which, what are the healthy foods to eat, yeah. you know, um, different things like that. So I threw myself right into it and it's something I thought I can get better at. Um, and now I'm at the point where, uh, I figured out, um, you know, that I want to get into social impact and, uh, I'm starting to work towards that transition to taking on social impact full time. But, um, essentially, what lassoed me into kindness was, uh, a, a couple experiences. Um, and it, you know, I've, I've always been one to, um, you know, open the door for people, you know, help an elderly, uh, carry groceries, little things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but never thought of it as like a, you know, potential, a long-term career or anything. But, um, the experience that really opened my eyes to the power of kindness was, uh, when I was in Chipotle, um, with one of my friends and, you know, I'm in lie, I'm, I'm ordering what I usually get. Um, and they're out of fajitas, you know, no big deal in my eyes, you know, no problem. And, you know, I get to the, the, the end of the register and the lady says, you know, Hey, I, I realized that you wanted fajitas. We didn't have them. You know, this, this, uh, bowl is on us. And I was like, no, no, it's like, it's okay. It's okay. And she insisted. And, you know, immediately I was like, well, can I, can I pay for the, the next person? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. So, um, I did that and, you know, I went to, I got my water cup and I'm kind of standing off to the side and I see, uh, the gentleman go to, you know, pay. And the lady tells him actually, you know, this was paid for by this guy and the shock and just smile and excitement on his face was just surreal. And, um, and, and, you know, right when I thought it couldn't get any better, he pays for the next person and Nicole, he paid and this, uh, this chain reaction continued for five people in that. And I was just standing there like in total shock. Like, is this real? This like, wow, this is powerful. Yeah. And that was, you know, what was it? Maybe a seven, seven, $8 bowl. And now five people got affected by that one little gesture. Um, plus the woman who was checking you out. I'm sure the woman who, who was working the register was like, man, people are good. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. And I I call it like the impact tree. Like we never realize how far it, it really extends because it's not just the direct person that, you know, you might perform the act of kindness to, but it's the people around that are watching. Um, And then those people go home and they tell their loved ones and, you know, you never know how far that like, you know, that little action might go. So, um, but yeah, so then that, um, that same week, um, I told one of my buddies, um, about what happened and, uh, we, we go to get a coffee and he knows that I'm going to, um, I'm going to buy one for the, the people behind me in line. And so I go to, uh, to get the coffee and I tell my getting the coffee for the lady behind me in line and similar thing, you know, she goes to pay and the barista says, you know, actually this, this gentleman bought it for you. And again, just in incredible shock on her face and just so grateful, um, faces completely lit up and, you know, it's like, she's looking for something to grab almost like, yeah. but, and she's like, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to pay for the person, this person behind me. So another chain reaction. And, 
um, my buddy happened to be recording it and caught this reaction. And it was just amazing just seeing the smiles and the other people in line that were smiling that, you know, I didn't even buy the coffee for them, but they were happy. Um, and it was like, again, like something like $8 or something. And, um, you know, every time I rewatch that video, it's, I, I still have that same level of high of like a kindness high, essentially. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't fade that much as much as like materialistic things do. Um, so that's when my eyes really opened to, you know, wow, um, this makes me really happy. This makes other people really happy. I think this is what I want to do. Um, but you know, I don't know wh which direction this is going to go. I don't know where this is going to take me, but you know, that moment really had opened my eyes to, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to figure it out and see where it goes. Mm -hmm. I watched that video uh, of the second story, the one at the coffee shop. And in your right, the woman is delightful. She's like, oh my gosh, thank you. That's so sweet. That's so sweet. And she is looking around, like literally trying to grasp, grab onto something, you know, it's just, it's the, it's the strangest thing and the coolest thing. And it's like, she just, she's got this feeling she's trying to hold on to it and she doesn't know what to do with that. And, and, and then the woman behind her starts saying, oh my gosh, that's so nice. That's so sweet. Thank you. You know, and it was just, and yeah, the whole shop had to just be lighter after you walked in and walked out. And, you know, isn't it amazing? It's a powerful, heady feeling to know that kindness has those kinds of that kind of teeth, you know, that we can really. Yeah. Ooh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. And for people who are listening, um, you know, Conrad, I'm sure you know this, but for people who are listening, the the feel good chemicals there are four feel good chemicals that are released into your body when you do an act of kindness and so like serotonin for example is our anti anxiety um, antidepressant sort of chemical and the fun thing about serotonin is it doesn't know the difference between reality and imagination and so when we rewatch those videos when we retell those stories when we replay those scenarios in our head we get we get all that that great serotonin running through our bodies again so all those feel good chemicals running again and and i love that because it's like you do one act of kindness and then like triple your bang for the buck right yeah it's <laughs> it's crazy yeah and, and and again like always i always like go back to the impact tree like whenever i do one of these acts i you know i, I walk away from them and i think you know i i can't even imagine how long how far that you know, that cup of coffee's impact really went and how, how many days it extended. You know, I've gotten messages sometimes um, from people that watched the video, they weren't even there. And they'll tell me, you know, the things that, you know, they went out and did just because, just from seeing the video. Yes. Um, and, and that, you know, that video didn't cost anything. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, yeah, it's beautiful. And it just, it's like, I, I don't know how else to describe it, but just this high and it's, yeah, I mean, a combination of those chemicals for sure. Like, it's the greatest feeling, I think. So, Conrad, something really cool about you, I think, is that you're first generation Polish from mm. Chicago, now living in New York City. Is that all right still? Yeah. 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 So did you spend a lot of time in Poland or, or do you feel like there's a cultural kind of education that you got from your parents that helped to build this foundation of kindness? Um, I, I mean, I... I wouldn't say it's necessarily tied to, um, the culture, um, you know, with, with every, with every race, culture, et cetera. I think there's nice people and then there's not so nice people, but, um, 
I mean, yeah, I, I definitely did spend a, a significant time in Poland. Um, you know, growing up, I'd go there quite often for months at a time, bouncing back bef- uh, between Chicago and, and Poland. But um, Chicago is a very, very heavy uh, Polish population. Actually, biggest Polish population outside of Warsaw, believe it or not. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that community I've always been around. But um, in terms of the, I guess, maybe what influenced me more into um, kind of, I mean, my parents raised me like super, you know, they, they're superheroes. Oh, you know, my, as most moms, um, you know, telling your kids to do the right thing to say, th- please. And thank you. Um, but, uh, I think the experience that really kind of opened my eyes to being, you know, true and being a good person is, uh, with my first, uh, startup actually, where, um, one of my business partners actually ended up, uh, they were embezzling some of the funds. Um, oh. And so, uh, yeah, it was a really eye-opening experience. And, um, and thankfully, you know, I was able to, I, I bounced back, you know, really quick. I, I'm, I, I don't, I don't dwell on things too, uh, too much. You know, I, I just, you know, find the positive, move on. Yep. Um, and from that moment, I really thought, you know, wow, like that I definitely want to, that, that's not who I am. I don't know how I, uh, you know, I don't know how I could have, uh, you know, not seeing that in someone else, but, you know, going forward, I want to make sure that my brand is clear and, uh, and, and just want to make it, you know, something that's, that's enjoyable for myself as well. And so, um, I think that definitely had, uh, somewhat of an impact in, in combination with some of those experiences where, you know, I got to, to feel that high of, of giving back, you know, um, holidays, for example, I, it's just, just kind of looking back and thinking, um, it felt so much better to give a gift and see someone so lit up from something that you took time to think about and pick out for them. Mm -hmm. than when, you know, I receive one, although I, you know, I'm super happy and grateful when I receive one, I definitely love giving much more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and backing up one tiny little bit about the, the embezzlement about going through something bad. And isn't it interesting what, what that can teach you about kindness as well and how you do want to do life. And so it's like the, the good things teach us about kindness, but also the bad things do, I think. And totally. And, <laughs> and I want to acknowledge you for, you know, your background also, cause that goes in tandem as well with, you know, how you were raised and um, you know, your parents being divorced super early, your dad being in prison. Um, you know, that's, that's super, you know, incredible to see how you were able to, to kind of channel that, you know, maybe not as bright of a a childhood into such a positive energy and then now create something like a brand that you've created now and written these books. It's, it's amazing. So I I definitely wanted to at least take a second to acknowledge you for that. It's beautiful. Oh, thanks Conrad. He's referring, if anyone hasn't, uh, hasn't followed along on that one, he's referring to that. My mom married a prison inmate when I was in fourth grade and uh, third, fourth grade, somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, and you know, it was interesting because I was angry at my mom for a long, long time. But when I'm able to reflect now as an adult, I can see like she was my first teacher of kindness in so many of the beautiful ways that she interacted with people who were different than us. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, one of the reasons I think why she was attracted to the inmate um, is because he was the underdog and she was always, always a champion for the underdog. And it just got, t- got carried away like a lot of things in life, right? It got carried mm-hmm. away. Yeah. Okay, so um, I would love to hear another kindness story before we let you go, because I would imagine um, that your life 
just feels different now versus, you know, maybe 10 years ago because of kindness. But I'm wondering if you can share with us one more favorite story of kindness. Yeah. Um, I guess it's, uh, I don't know if I can really point it to another event necessarily, but um, maybe I can just kind of encapture, you know, a, a handful of events and, and what kind of it, um, it made me realize with, you know, the direction I'm trying to go. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I just from, and I do, you know, very similar things uh, quite often where I'm buying people coffee and, you know, there's a handful of reactions. Sometimes I get great ones. Sometimes I get not so great ones um, where, you know, maybe someone is, is really grateful inside, but not showing it outside. So um, just a combination of all those, all those things and um, thinking to, you know, our, our lives and kind of what we, when we experience kindness the most, um, you know, I think about, you know, when are people exposed to it? So, you know, like in early childhood, you know, our parents are usually telling us, you know, say please and thank you and, and be nice and, you know, go give a high five and, you know, uh, all those like kind things that we try to teach our children. And then there's kind of this gap in the middle. Um, and then, uh, we start to see it again, you know, with our grandparents where, you know, they're always the best. They're always baking us cookies, calling us, Mm -hmm. sending us letters. Um, so it made me think, you know, why is there this gap kind of, you know, and, and are the elders telling us something, you know, they've gone through their whole life and, uh, you know, they've seen what's, what are the important things, what are the not so important things. And they put such a big focus on, you know, family and, and just overall kindness once they reach that point of life. So, um, it's, it's made me try to think, you know, what, what can we do to, you know, fill this gap and make kindness, you know, trendy amongst trendy in a sense of it coming into play and not going, not going away. Um, but, uh, I guess kind of making it cool. Um, because it's, you know, people are kind of shy to do it, but, uh, yeah. Um, do you see that as your mission? Making kindness cool again? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I definitely, I mean, I'd say my mission is to create more kind people Mm. just because I believe that compassion and kindness are, you know, the essential ingredients in I think tackling the world's biggest problems. Um, and as simple as it sounds, I think it's actually the key if you really think about it. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that'd be it. That is a beautiful mission. Conrad, thank you so much for talking with us today. I really appreciate it. I've learned a lot from you, and you're right. There's a lot we can also learn by thinking about our elders and, and people who've gone before us. Definitely. And Nicole, thanks for having me on here. It's seriously an, an honor, and you know I love what you're doing and, and would love to uh, continue supporting you in, in any way I can. That was a conversation with Kindness Social Media Influencer, Conrad Kucharski. Check him out on Instagram at kindconrad. Thanks for listening to the Kindness Podcast. It's produced by WOUB Public Media and relies heavily on the kindness of engineer Adam Rich. I'm Nicole Phillips. We hope you'll subscribe to the Kindness Podcast wherever you listen and find us on social media at Kindness Podcast. If you like the show, please spread some kindness in the review section.